Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season one, episode 22 of The Hate Napkin. That's right. Hey, folks, I'm your co-host, Eric Bjorn, here in Columbia, South Carolina, the armpit of the devil's asshole. And I am joined today. Oh, oh, everybody's doing masking. Okay, so I'm joined today by uh, <laughs> Carol. Uh, Carla, what? Carla. She's what? the uh, super guest star from Burnt Corn, Alabama. Burnt Corn, Alabama. And welcome, Carla, to the special Omicron episode of The Hate Napkin. That's right. It's Omicron Tuesday. <laughs> Have you got an email for us? Is there anybody out there? listening to us sharing the hate there actually is i got a lovely letter from a gentleman named stephen oh. and it reads dear hate napkin i'm just an average joe well oh sorry it's kevin sorry not stephen oops uh well a kevin actually but you know what i mean i'm not one of those people who thinks much about the police because i don't break the law and shit but the cops really pissed me off this week there's a strip of pavement from the edge of town to my house where the speed limit changes three times within a quarter mile. I live here. I'm well aware of it, but we're human. And sometimes we get distracted with thoughts of the holidays and what I'm getting home for Christmas. I lost track of what I was doing, but still, I was driving safely. The cops in my town have decided they have nothing better to do but to set up a speed trap in this quarter mile stretch. And not once, but twice this week, I've been nailed for speeding. Once oh. for once for six miles over the speed limit and once for seven miles over the speed limit. So my Christmas gift to the city is $140 because they're hard up for cash. I guess I should consider giving it to the needy, but the, the timing of the holiday kind of sucks. So I'm guessing my insurance company will be happy to raise my rates because I'm a bloodthirsty speeder. So I hate speed traps and cops who can't cut anybody some slack. That's it. Sign broke ass Kevin from Base Drop, Texas. Kevin's email. And number one, that's just awful. Your $140. Hopefully, well, it's in Texas, so it's not even a it's not even gonna go to good socialism, right? I don't even know what they do with fines in Texas. They probably just, you know. They spent on hookers and whatnot. And speaking of hookers and whatnot, let me tell this story. On my hate napkin tonight, thank you, Kevin, and this leads straight into that, is uh, dating sites and police. Wait a second. I, wa I wanted to talk about this uh, speeding thing. Okay. Let's, okay. I've, I thought you had been entrapped by a speeder before. Thought you were going to talk about that. Oh Here's no, I, I I was I was seriously entrapped last night. And that's okay. why. That's I why. That's I why. I really have a story. I was going to talk about the town of Ridgeland because I thought that was funny. Because <laughs> that, that is was, funny. That was the ultimate. Like you, normally, the police always win, right? Right. But I got basically the town of Ridgeland took over I ninety five, and they this were is in mailing, South. This is in South Carolina. South this, Carolina is a, the, this is one of the most. Famous speed traps in history. They're mailing tickets to everybody on a, go, driving through town. Yep. And it's yep. not in their jurisdiction. And by state law, there has to be a police officer on site. And they were just right. ta taking pictures and mailing them from this automated trailer where there were no cops in there. The only because way to find... Like 95% of people would just pay the fine 
without without thinking. Right. So with this with the uh, old newspaper van <laughs> drove by. Wait, 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 wait. Out, you got to no. the exit. This got is back a on. stuccoed. Wait, people need to know that you this is a bright yellow banana yellow van with stucco. <laughs> right. <laughs> but my favorite part was it ha was having an attorney on the phone and wailing on the side of the door of the police jail. I'm like, there's nobody here. <laughs> and then, and then I fled the country and then I checked, <laughs> I checked. Well, I knew I was fleeing, fleeing the country anyway, so I getting extra ridiculous. <laughs> all, this, all the stories. I need, I need this so badly tonight. So, I checked, I went online to town, town of Ridgeland to check the ticket because I'm like, there's going to be a warrant out for my arrest, not showing up. They're going to really throw it at me. And it just says, right. dismissed. Right. And then I talked to someone from the town. They're like, yeah, they didn't really want to deal with, they just, <laughs> they just dismissed. Here's, here's the funny thing. Okay, so, so for those just tuning in. Not even in, showing up to court. Not even showing up. For those just, for those just tuning in, Polly, sound engineer, Polly from Bali and I have a past life in South Carolina as journalists. And basically what Paulie is talking about is that the, one of the most famous speed traps in U.S. histories, um, he, he's single-handedly responsible for busting it. He, he, went, he went berserko on the speed trap between Columbia and um, Jacksonville, Florida, right in the middle. There was this, it was this, an infamous speed trap, but, but <laughs> Paulie remember. went completely he went completely anarchical, crazy ass. I remember it was, I remember it was Christmas time because I and remember we, it was a front I remember page send, story in the newspaper. I remember sent I remember sending the Freedom of Information Act request to the to the mayor and to the sheriff. And I of this like, like Podunk, at the, po I mean South at Carolina the is already I have an no envelope. We're talking about the biggest podunk town in the whole town in the whole state. I mean, it's just the middle of nowhere. It's one of those places that has like a, a you know, a bank, a, a McDonald's, and a Dairy Queen, and that's it. And he completely busted wide open the speed we're trap. We're going to cut all of this, but it's fine. No, no, we're not yeah. going to cut out. This, this is, this is important. This is like, this is, this is major history. This is, this is U.S. history. That was so fun. There's like Columbus, and then uh, there was like the Constitutional Convention, and then Nixon, and then... Polly and Ridgewood. <laughs> okay, okay, here's my story. So, I on my hate napkin tonight, I'm going to put dating sites. Dating sites go on the hate napkin tonight. And especially for what just happened. So, you know, as listeners will are want to know, I'm a single dad. Um, and I have been more or less single for 11 years. That's okay cuz I'm a I'm a single parent and it's 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 hard to have a dating relationship. I have to take care of a disabled adult. Um, so yeah, you know, it ain't easy, but you know, I'm on this dating site and I find this interesting person and she seems pretty and into me and we've chatted a little bit and she says, why don't you come over? And I, I work seven nights a week, but I actually took a night off to do so. And, um, I, I go over there and I get the address and I, and I'm like, it's a hotel. I'm like, okay, well, not what I expected to pull up to a, a hotel, but, you know, it's one of those places that's kind of like a weekly hotel. And I'm like, okay, so 
still, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm here. I've taken that off. I might as well go up and meet her and see what's going on. So uh, I go up to the room. She lets me in. She's She is who she said she was. She is a beautiful woman. Her pictures represented her. There's another person in the room, a guy, who she introduces me to as her bunkmate. That's the word she uses, bunkmate. You know he wanted to watch. I'm like, whatever. I brought a bottle of Jameson with, you know, everybody in here knows that I'm a, I'm a recovering talk show host. <laughs> <laughs> but the drinks were not for me. At any rate, I bring the bottle of Jameson in. I sit in the corner and now I'm kind of just curious more than anything. I'm, I'm just more or less curious. So there's a, there's a man in the room with her. And as I go to sit down, I realize there is a large circular tray on the bed with powder, white powder on it, with a credit card ostentatiously placed in the middle of it, which of course is, you know, I'm supposed to be led to believe it's Coke, right? I mean, what, what I mean, unless somebody's putting baking soda <laughs> in the middle of their bed next to a, a Visa card. I, I Maybe she was getting rid of the smell. Yeah, exactly. She could have been aerating the place. She could have been. And she goes, do you want some Coke? And my first response was, no, I fucking hate cocaine. The idea, I'm impugned by the idea of cocaine. How anybody could, encap, you know, compress 150 cups of coffee. How anybody could compress 150 cups of coffee into one granule of, of you know, it's a, it, it's a pointless drug. So I said, no. And the look on her face was, Really? <laughs> Did you just say no to free Coke? I'm like, yeah, I fucking hate cocaine. So I sit down. I pour her a shot. We're talking. Um, I think she's a little shocked at this point. Number one, she expected me to snort the Coke. Number two, I'm like, hey, does your bunkmate want a drink? <laughs> and and she's like, yeah, don't, 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 don't pay attention to him. I'm like, well, is he thirsty? <laughs> And he keeps going back and forth from the bathroom to the bed to the patio. And, and I mean, he's kind of like, things are, th something, is a, something is amiss at the Circle K. That's okay, you're, you're not supposed to pay attention to him. Was he a midget? Was he hard to miss? <laughs> yes, he was a midget. Just, okay. just for, the, for the sake of this story, he was a midget. Thank God. <laughs> he was a, a black midget. What can I say? Um, but that's actually a fact. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> we we we're talking, and she's and she's got these really beautiful tattoos, and I'm like, those are gorgeous tattoos. Where did you get those? And she said, I just got out of jail in April. I said, so you got your tattoos in jail? And she said, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, you must have been in jail for like the last twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she kind of pauses and goes, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> And I'm like, what? She's absolutely covered in tattoos, but they're really beautiful tattoos. She's like, yeah, uh, yeah, I got them. I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm an ex-con, and I'm thinking, oh, well, okay. So, um, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? So immediately, the like librarian, single parent, <laughs> kicks in, and I'm like, let's rehab this chick. <laughs> and she's, she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like. 
what are you, 28, 29, 30? You're not too old to go back to college. Let's get you in school. Let's uh, let's get a let's get a program going for your life. Let's let's fix this thing. Oh, right now, <laughs> she's right now she's telling the uh, the worst date ever story to her friends. I was gonna say, <laughs> no, no, says, no, no. Justin well, says I want to jump you like he's trying to rehabilitate me. Yeah, you're trying well, to get okay. her wet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that might be the funniest line of the history of the show. <laughs> so honestly. I'm not even kidding you. That is my parade. I mean, like, I, I go full out into let's help this human being up. And then all of a sudden, bam, 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 on the door. And I don't even, like, I don't even blink. It's sheriff's department. Open the door. And she starts, well, she starts panicking like it's, now I know she's pretend panicking. <laughs> she goes, she goes, the first thing she does is goes to the tray in the bed and does something that no coke addict I've ever seen do, which is spray the cocaine around the room. No. No, exactly. If you, if you think you're in the middle of a bus, what do you do with the coke? It's going back flush in the bag it. or, yeah. You ingest you it. Flush, you might flush it. You might ingest it. You might put it put okay, in Okay, you bag might flush it, it, but you, I mean, if you got no time, you just shove it in your mouth. I mean, you take it. It's $500 yeah. worth of, I mean, what seems to be there on the tray is probably at least $500 worth of cocaine if it's coke. You you put that shit in your body, man. I mean, you didn't just spend that money for nothing. Anyways, <laughs> she does this and sprays the coke around the room into the carpet like it was like Arm & Hammer baking soda. <laughs> and goes to the door and goes, I don't have to open the door if you don't have a warrant. And he goes, open the fucking door. And she opens the door and begins to get into a totally pretend argument with these two uh, sheriff officers, deputies, right? I mean, they're, they're, they don't know what they're supposed to say to each other. And then I'm like, after about four or five minutes of this, I'm like, well, this is boring. <laughs> I'm like, I get up to go. I said, hey, officers, nice to see you. Have a nice night. And I go outside and I'm like, Huh, where, where are the fucking sheriff cars? <laughs> there are no squad cars outside the hotel. I just sat in the middle of a fucking prostitution sting last night. <laughs> and they had to come break it up because you bored them to death. I was boring them You're so the badly. They, they were afraid to put you in the squad car for fear you'd question their life choices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have like I would have Dewey decimaled them to death. This was from a dating site. Like it was a total, it was a total entrapment. I'm just so she reached dude. out to you, not the other way around. Exactly, it was it was one hundred percent entrapment. Oh my god! So she reached out to you, lured you to the Notel Motel, tried to coke you up. Let's not forget she was hot. Yes, she was hot. This is a key fact for a man. I'm sorry, hear. but if they that's, look like me, the guy's the running. <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> I'm sorry. I look like a prison matron, okay? Yeah, there's something. I mean, I hate I hate to hark it back everybody. to our days in Leavenworth. <laughs> Where I did play the prison matron. <laughs> Admit it, you liked it. What's really funny though is I totally walked God. right through the dragon fire of a prostitution oh. thing. It's just great. the funniest. I mean, it, it, tell me that's not worth a that's 
listen, I know we're off topic. This is the hate napkins. So whatever, whatever. Okay. I hate prostitution stinks. That's on the hate napkin. And now that I look back on it, like two minutes into the thing, she's like, how come he hasn't thrown $300 on the table and asked me for a rim job? Well, he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do coke. He wouldn't, he, he didn't want a rim job. What the fuck is his problem? He's trying to send her to college. Like, and just going after low ends, like even giving the opportunity for someone to do something they've never done before, it's just low ends. Uh, it's you're not tackling the big problem because they don't want to I mean, tackle the big problem, right? They don't want to go after even, the dealers. I mean, let's, let's be let's be frank you're putting free cocaine in, the, and it probably actually was coke because you're not going to have somebody snort baking soda. It's crazy. You know, I mean, they probably grabbed that stash from whatever, you know. It probably was actually coke. I mean, but it's so ostentatious. There's a credit card sitting on a tray with powder. No what? rolled up dollar bill, amateur. Exactly. That was the only thing missing was the rolled up dollar bill. But my immediate thought when you said there was a visa there, like I would have obviously rejected the drugs, but I would have tried to get the name off the visa card. Just got to be like, I hate, I hate drugs so much. And I hate credit cards. The fees on these things, outrageous. So then you get the name. APR, APR. Do <laughs> you know they charge sometimes thirty percent APR? Seventeen point five percent. And for the first time in their lives, those cops went home, watched those cop shows that get them all hard, right. and they looked at their wives and said, "This, that shit." Is. It was, it was, it was so cliche and stereotyping that yeah, yeah, it was it was dime dime store. It was dime novel copying at its worst. And I'm just sitting there going, ah, well, you're not too old to go to college. <laughs> All right. That's my hate napkin. Who's got something? Are we, are we out of time? Oh, come on. How can anybody <laughs> top this? I think we'll have to three. go to episode 23 to find out. I think we, we got will. three minutes. So, uh, by the way, we uh, I forgot to totally mention we're sponsored by Regal Prince. <laughs> that's www forget the w's regalprints.com for all of your advertising and signage needs in the media in columbia south carolina and who knows maybe you gotta let people know about your local prostitution coke sting ring i'm sure the folks that made our signs can make one for you <laughs> i hope the cops are paying attention <laughs> ah, send us your hate to info at the hate Again, we've got uh, social media presences on the Book of Face, Instagram, and the Twatter. Coming to a conclusion, folks, you have just traveled down the annals of hate. <laughs>